Elon Musk is doing Elon Musk things again, and he's doing them publicly on Twitter. So today we are going to go over how the hell did Elon Musk buy Twitter? Why did he buy it? Why does this matter for you? And also, lastly, but most importantly, why I find it hilarious. (laughs) Welcome to the Action Academy podcast. Stand back while I celebrate freedom. The show where we help you achieve financial independence with the mindsets, methods, and actionable steps from guests who've already earned their freedom. The flags of freedom fly. Choose to do what you want. What you want. With who you want. With who you want. When you want. When you want. With another episode today. Now, here's your host, Brian Lubin. All right, ladies and gentlemen, emergency press conference. Elon Musk is doing Elon Musk things again, and he's doing them publicly on Twitter. So today we are going to go over how the hell did Elon Musk buy Twitter? Why did he buy it? Why does this matter for you? And also, lastly, but most importantly, why I find it hilarious. <laughs> this is going to be a fun one to make. I've got the numbers in front of me, and let's get into it. To begin, if this is your first time hearing the sound of my voice, welcome. This is the Action Academy podcast, five episodes a week, of which this is numero uno for this week. Now, how did Elon Musk buy Twitter? First, we need to go back to April of this year when... <laughs> Elon submitted his LOI to buy Twitter. Like this is his official filing with the SEC. This is on the sec.gov website. So he offered to buy Twitter at a premium for $54.20 a share, which everyone thought was a joke because uh, haha, 420 at the end. This is what Elon Musk verbatim wrote in the offer. Brett Taylor, chairman of the board. I invested in Twitter as I believe in its potential to be the platform for free speech around the globe. I believe free speech is a societal imperative for functioning democracy. However, since making my investment, I now realize that the company will neither thrive nor serve the societal imperative in its current form. Twitter needs to be transformed as a private company. As a result, I'm offering to buy 100% of Twitter for $54.20 per share in cash, a 54% premium over the day before I began investing in Twitter, and a 38% premium over the day before my investment was publicly announced. My offer is my best and final offer, and if it is not accepted, I would need to reconsider my position as a shareholder. Twitter has extraordinary potential. I will unlock it. And here's the best part of all this. After this official filing... What he does next is he sends a voice text (laughs) as an addendum to the original offer. Voice script. Best and final. A. I am not playing the back and forth game. B. I have moved straight to the end. C. It's a high price. Your shareholders will love it. D. If the deal doesn't work, then I don't have the confidence in management, nor do I believe I can drive the necessary change in the public market that is necessary. (laughs) Holy crap. Dude, oh my God. What ensues after this offer is a multi-month lawsuit and defamation trial going back and forth with Elon Musk essentially saying, hey, I offered to buy the company at this many users. Most of your users are bots. You're full of crap. Therefore, I'm not buying it. Twitter saying, hey, no, you're locked in. You put your earnest money down. And now here we are at the end. And now we fast forward to today where Elon Musk has officially taken over control of Twitter and what a wild 24 hours this has been. This happened on Friday, October 28th. And within the last 24 hours, the CEO of Twitter has been fired immediately. The CFO of Twitter has been fired immediately. The head of legal and safety has been fired immediately. 
And Elon Musk has put out a proclamation that he will be firing 75% of the Twitter workforce, or at least that is his intent. And he literally put this in a public letter, which resulted in the Twitter current workforce saying back in their own open letter that they are going to essentially strike if Elon doesn't abide by their terms. So what they're saying is either fire us or if things don't go our way, we're not working. So that's obviously going to work in their favor. And this is just, this is a publicly traded company for now. It's about to get delisted from the U.S. stock exchange. So this entire story in saga is just insane. It's just insane. I've never seen this before. I don't think anyone's ever seen this before, especially live broadcasted to the entire world via Twitter. The irony is that the old CEO never even tweeted. And Elon Musk is one of the largest users in the world on Twitter. So now he has claimed his throne and his bio is now chief twit. So why did Elon Musk do this? Here's what he said publicly in an open letter to advertisers and Twitter users. I'm going to read it verbatim. I wanted to reach out personally to share my motivation in acquiring Twitter. There's been much speculation about why I bought Twitter and what I think about advertising. Most of it has been wrong, as per usual. The reason I acquire Twitter is because it is important to the future of civilization to have a common digital town square where a wide range of beliefs can be debated in a healthy manner without resorting to violence. There's currently great danger that social media will splinter into far right wing and far left wing echo chambers that generate more hate and divide our society. In the relentless pursuit of clicks, much of traditional media has fueled and catered to those polarized extremes as they believe this is exactly what brings the money in. But in doing so the opportunity for dialogue is lost. That is why I bought Twitter. I didn't do it because it would make more money. I didn't do it because it would be easy. I did it to try to help humanity, which I love. And I do so with humility, recognizing that failure in pursuing this goal, despite our very best efforts, is a very real possibility. That said, Twitter obviously cannot be a free-for-all hellscape where anything can be said with no consequences. In addition to adhering to the laws of the land, our platform must be warm and welcoming to all, where you can choose your desired experience according to your preferences, just as you can choose, for example, to see movies or play video games ranging from all ages to mature. I also very much believe that advertising, when done right, can delight, entertain, and inform you. It can show you a service, a product, or medical treatment that you never know existed, but is right for you. For this to be true, it is essential to show Twitter users advertising that is as relevant as possible to their needs. Low relevancy ads are spam. High relevancy ads are actually content. Fundamentally, Twitter aspires to be the most respected advertising platform in the world that strengthens your brain and grows your enterprise. To everyone who has partnered with us, I thank you. Let us build something extraordinary together. All right. A couple of pieces I want to dissect from that. Firstly, of all the social medias, Twitter is by far considered the worst advertising platform. Their ad revenue is non-existent. All the major advertisers use virtually every other social media platform except for Twitter because of how terrible the ads are that run on the platform and there is zero engagement with them. So I see what he's saying there from a shareholder value, and he could probably make the company more valuable seemingly just by fixing this one problem. So that's the legal and that's the financial side. Why does this matter for you that's listening to this podcast? And what changes can we expect to be made? And what ripple effect can we expect to see from this progressing forward? So I think this is very important because it is a blow to culture that is predatory, and that would be cancel culture. The people that have deviated from fighting the good fight and protecting the marginalized communities and instead taking it upon themselves to just wreak havoc and chaos whenever they feel and see fit, and they have deemed themselves judge, jury, and executioner. This applies to both the extreme left and the extreme right. 
If you are unwilling and unable to hear the opinion of literally any singular other person that has a different viewpoint than you, don't listen to the show. Every single person on this planet has a different perspective and a different upbringing and environment that they were raised in. And the people that get it are the ones that meet in the middle and they're able to take all of these opinions and all of these different experiences and create something beautiful to find middle ground. That's America was literally founded on. It's a melting pot. So this is a really good move and a really good step in the right direction to creating that same environment online. And I think this will be a really cool ripple effect that we will see through social media after this is complete. Another move that I think we'll see is a thinning out and a retreat back to the lean startup culture in the tech world. Because over the last decade, we've essentially run rampant with free money in the tech space to where you have these devs and these engineers and these sales reps that are making anywhere from 500000 to a million dollars, and they're really not doing anything. So I think that this is going to be the turning point in the tech community. Maybe this is the popping of the tech bubble. I'm not quite sure, but it apparently looks that way in the markets because Meta is getting devastated. Everywhere is getting devastated. So we'll see where we go from here. But this is essentially everything that you need to know about what is happening with Elon Musk, with Twitter, with social media at large. That is basically all you guys need to know. So now you could go back to your days because I know most of you aren't reading the news, scrolling through Twitter aimlessly. So thankfully, I was able to be your human guinea pig to do it for you today. So hope you guys enjoyed. If you did, hit the follow button, subscribe to the show, and we've got some fantastic episodes coming for you this week. We have a digital media marketing wizard coming on Thursday and Tuesday. We have the future first billionaire in the state of Alabama. Let's get to it. Hey, real quick, if you're still listening to today's episode, I'm assuming you got value from it. So I need your help specifically. My two-year vision with this show is to help over 1 million people do what they want, when they want, with who they want. And I can only do that with your help. There are two main ways that a podcast grows. One is through ratings and reviews, and the other is word of mouth. If you could please leave me a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, as well as send this to one or two friends that you think would get value from it, we can reach the people that we're looking to reach. Thanks in advance. Talk tomorrow.